Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle. I'm very excited to have our guest today, Rochelle Gaffer, an attorney, happiness coach, and entrepreneur. She's the author of One Happy Thought at a Time, an empowering book filled with science-based tools and techniques to lead a happier, more fulfilling life. Welcome, Rochelle. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. We're excited to have you. It sounds like you can tell us a lot of things that everyone is looking for. So why don't you start with a little bit about your journey from changing from an attorney to happiness coach and author, because that's quite a switch, I think. Yes. So funny enough, most people don't realize I still practice law. So I've been practicing law now since 2005, and I would say my whole life I knew I wanted to be an attorney until I got to law school. And so my first semester of law school, as I was sitting there, I was like, okay, well, I love the idea of learning law. I don't know if I like the practice of law. But I was 21 years old, had no clue about what I could do next. So fast forward over the years, I had side hustles. I owned an event marketing company called Social Esquire with two other attorneys. And I dibbled and dabbled in other things, just always having law as the core, but knowing that I needed more to like keep me curious and engaged. Anyhow, wow. in 2016, it was the perfect <laughs> storm. I, I just decided I needed more. Like I really wanted to live my purpose. I knew there had to be more in this life for me. And so I just started asking the question, like, why? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And so it so happened that a long-term relationship I was in, five years, that came to an end that I really thought I was going to marry this guy. And then in the same breath, I was having so much discontent with my law practice. I went to my boss, maybe like a couple months later, told her that, you know, I needed time off, which led to a sabbatical in Oxford. And I'll, you know, just pivot a, yeah, yeah, I'll pivot a little bit here. During that time, my mom had told me over the years, you should be a life coach. She said, you should be a life coach. All your friends call you for advice. But it just didn't seem like something I would be able to, I loved it so much. I did it for free. I couldn't imagine like monetizing it. So I went right. off to Oxford. I started studying about happiness and why some people were more predisposed to like ha- handling life's ups and downs than others were. I was a psychology major in college. And at that time, psychology did not necessarily focus on human flourishing. But when I started seeking answers, there had been a new school of psychology book called Positive Psychology. It's about human flourishing, and that was bingo. It was everything I loved all in one, maximizing your potential, happiness, living your best life now, and it was rooted in science. So yeah, I, I was an author, wrote this book, the book became an Amazon bestseller, and here we are. I am the happiness coach who is also an attorney. And it is an oxymoron, but I am in my sweet spot in life right now. That's awesome. And it's just so great to hear that a challenging time in life led to to where you are today. I know you were talking about when we got on the phone, kind of di- divine uh, meaning. What would you say is society's biggest happiness challenge that you're seeing as you, as you do your work? So to piggyback on my first answer that I said, I think a big part of collectively for us is that when things don't go our way, we spend so much time 
focusing on the closed door as opposed to looking on the lessons. So what I would say is so many people are living in regret. Regret for what they didn't do five years ago or 10 years ago. But you have to have self-compassion and forgive yourself. You cannot change your past. The only thing you have control over currently is your present day. Like when you are listening to this podcast, this moment is yours. You can't change your past. You can impact your future. Another thing that I will say definitely is one of the biggest challenges society-wise is comparison. So many of us, we are connected more than ever before. It is a beautiful thing to have social media. I am inspired by people I follow every day. But the problem is so many of us are actually following people on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and comparing the 24 hours that we spend with ourselves to other people's highlight reels. And so I'll say comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. We all bloom in different seasons. My chapter 17 doesn't have to look like somebody else's chapter 20. It doesn't make mine any less valuable than somebody else's. So I think if we can all focus on our own lane and run our own race, then I think that would be so empowering. And another is that we're more connected than ever, but people are lonelier than ever because we are sitting behind our screens and we are not engaging with our friends or our families or colleagues in a meaningful way. Harvard has a study and it shows that social connection beyond anything, health or money, is the number one predictor of our happiness. So I'll ask you, who are you hanging out with? Are you spending time with your friends? Are you spending quality time with your family members, your partner? And when I mean quality time, being present, not sitting on your phone scrolling while they're talking to you, but actually being present in the moment. So yeah, those are three. Yeah, that's that's great. And I think it's such an issue that we've seen only happening earlier and earlier, even with kids, uh, this comparison and the social media, as you mentioned, is so helpful, but also really hard um, to, to help us with happiness because it's just so easy to scroll instead of spending quality time with people. Um, I guess the, the most pressing question that I assume most of our listeners were, would have is what are one or two things that you actually do on a regular basis so that you ensure that you're living a happier life? So one thing that I have done consistently over maybe the last 20 years is a gratitude practice. The research shows that just five to 10 minutes of gratitude every single morning is enough to increase your happiness levels by 25%. And so I have a system where I tell my clients or audiences that I speak to every single day, as you wake up, come up with three new things you're grateful for. And most people are like, how am I going to find three new things I'm grateful for? And I challenge him. I ask, like, when was the last time you said, I'm grateful for my tongue so I could taste? And this is not just doing it remote, like, oh, just, oh, saying random things. No, use the reason why you are grateful for that thing. Because so many times you're focused on all the negative things that are going wrong in our lives that we overlook the positive things that are going on in our lives. And as human beings, we are wired to think negatively. On a whole, we have like on average 50,000 thoughts per day. 80% of your thoughts are negative. So you are thinking negative things over and over and over again. Having this gratitude practice sets you up to begin your day in a way where you are looking through the lens of gratitude and the things that are going well for you as opposed to the things that aren't. Because I am here to tell you it could always be worse. 
So you can find three new things to be grateful for every day. And also, if you have children, your partner, whoever, include them also in the exercise because it makes it even more fun to do it, right? Another thing I would suggest is exercise. The research shows that just 12 minutes of movement is enough to increase your feel-good hormones, oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine. So 12 minutes, you don't have to work out for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour. 12 minutes, you could dance to three songs. That's easy. So make sure you're getting your exercise, go for a walk, get some vitamin D, or jump rope in your house. Do some yoga in your house, dance the three songs, but just 12 minutes. But please, please, please make it a priority to move your body every single day. That's great advice. And I think putting it to three songs makes it sound a lot easier than I think a lot of us think, oh, I got to work out for an hour. Where am I going to find an hour? So that's that's great advice and, and so helpful. Yeah. So the beautiful thing about it, too, you can make your happy playlist. So make a, a list of all the songs that bring you joy, whether it's a song, your first dance at your wedding, your favorite prom song. There are, so, there are <laughs> thousands of songs. So put it on your happy playlist, and whenever you need to get your endorphins up, you turn on your, your playlist, and you dance the songs that trigger memories from different periods in your life where you were happiest. We always end with our last question to, to all our, our guests is what advice would you give to maybe some of our listeners who are thinking about making a major change in either their career or personal life on ways that they could stay positive during this challenging time? First of all, kudos to anybody who is exploring this question. It is so worth it because so many times we end up just falling into a low and not realizing that life should be sweet. It should feel good. So what I would say is, what is your why? And there is an article that went viral a couple of years ago, and it was the top five regrets of the dying. And number one was they wish they had the courage to live the truth, their truth, not somebody else's version of the truth. So I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And so what I would say to you is as you are going on this journey of figuring out what your next career or life pivoters, be honest with yourself. What would you really love? Tune out all the naysayers. Tune out the people who are asking you the 10,000 questions or the negative nonsense. You need to be so careful about who you allow to come in your environment when you are in a season of transition. So once you focus in on your why, why do you want to go back to school? Why do you want to run that marathon? It has to make sense to you for you to have the impetus to do it. Small wins give you the momentum for big wins. So start small. You don't have to write the whole book. Just start with one paragraph. You don't have to run a 13.1 mile half marathon, but you do have to start at least walking one day. So start where you are, bloom where you're planted. And I cannot underscore enough the importance of having a mentor or a coach. We see it, the best performers in the world, whether it was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Coco Goff, who just won the U.S. Open, they have coaches for a reason. So if you need help for somebody to motivate, cheerlead, inspire you, I would suggest that you get a coach or a mentor or even a therapist. But you don't have to go at, go at it alone, but also know that your dreams are important and the world absolutely needs your gift. And to start small, it could be your side hustle. 
If you want to be a baker, well, you may not quit your job as a financial advisor, but you can bake cakes on the weekend, on the side. So just be very curious and explore the different avenues to get you to the goal of what you desire. Everything you shared today is so helpful and we really appreciate it. I can hear your happiness coming right out through the phone. So clearly you do what you preach, which is always amazing to see. I think we're all going to be challenged to do our three gratitude every morning to start making everyone have that same happiness I can hear you having. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.